Hiya. Okay. Uh, uh, this is Beverly. This is Token Minority Report uh, on Safe Space, April 1st, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I'm just really excited to talk today about uh, how Carter was an actual glowy working with the NSA for legal reasons. He couldn't talk about it for like years until now. So uh, Carter Laren, let's hear your story. Uh, hey, Beverly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's look, it's been a few... Uh... It's been a few decades, and I think I can probably finally talk about it after all this time. I mean, uh, I don't think they care anymore. Uh, look, I, you know, I was I was young at the time. I didn't really know what I was getting into. Um, I had a lot of people know I was an electrical engineer in college. I, I got out. I was just a few years out of college. I ended up getting a top secret SCI clearance. Um, I, you know, I went down to Fort Meade for the integrity um, polygraph interview thing. Uh, and all that, which was freaky. Um, and anyway, shortly after I was uh, assigned to work in a skiff, which if you don't know what a skiff is, it's a sensitive compartmented uh, information facility. So like no windows, uh, you know, no devices go in and out. Like if you mistakenly bring a calculator in, it gets destroyed. Um, so, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I discovered in there kind of changed my life. Um, it was... And so, I mean, the whole thing was pretty dramatic, and that's why I'm an anarchist now. So, wow. that's yeah. like the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. I Hello again. I'm still Beverly, and this is still Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. Today is April 1st, 2022. Top of the order, we have to reschedule this upcoming book club. It will now be on Sunday, May 1st. So you've got a whole month from now to, to finish reading it. Um, gives you more time and it is still at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and it is still Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. And I think that's all the stuff that I need to say about housekeeping. Um, it's Friday. It's been a <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, let me introduce today's guest, Alex Shannon. He was an indie movie and game critic for eight years. He's an actor, director, writer, video editor, and uh, he does some film restoration. Alex has also also has a brown belt in Japanese jujitsu, is a weightlifting freak, his words, and is a part-time fitness junkie who also loves to cook. There's plenty more about him, but I don't want to spoil everything. So welcome to the show, Alex. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. Um, quick question. Why? Yes. I, I, I can't remember his name, but like, why did it sound like uh, Miss, Mr. Glow in the Dark w was giving us an introduction to his, how he got into porn? <laughs> like, what, what kind of work was he doing there? Oh, gosh. Maybe that's why it was bleeped out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I mean, I wouldn't put anything uh, past Past him though. Um, okay, so welcome to the show. I want to start this with something that I'm I'm trying to do now is ask each guest who's on uh, since this token minority report. Uh, in what way are you 
a minority? And it can literally be any answer you want. Uh, I'm Native American. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm also pretty sure I have some kind of genetic disorder because I am incapable of getting a tan. <laughs> I do know some people, do you just burn? So anytime like you, yeah. you burn and then it peels mm -hmm. off and then you're like still just as pasty white as, yeah. as ever. The, yeah. the other native boys were like, why is there a ghost with us? <laughs> so I've had friends who are like translucent and everything. And yeah, I think well, mm -hmm. most, most of my friends have been very pale white people. So <laughs> the only mm -hmm. one, so I, I stand out in comparison to them a lot. Um, cool. Uh, okay, so I am going to just start off now with the icebreaker thing of the two truths and a lie. Before I learn like anything more about you, I want to hear what you say because I'm going to just guess blind. Okay, so um, I have a complete collection of every album released by Iron Maiden. I once clocked a second degree black belt in the eye by accident. And... I have over 5,000 individual Lego pieces in my house at this time. Okay. Uh, you have uh, the entire collection of Iron Maiden. You, what did you, say? you accidentally hit someone. What was the second one? Um, I have over 5,000 Lego pieces okay. in my house. Well, that was time. the third one. What was the one that you, the second one where you hit oh, the someone? second one. And yeah, I accidentally clocked a um, second degree black belt in the eye okay. when I was and a much lower rank. 5,000 Lego pieces. Uh, uh, okay, let me think about that. And also let me bring back on Carter, our glowy, our glowy, glowy guy. Hi, Carter. <laughs> um, how you doing? Why, why did it sound like, why did it sound like you were telling us the sordid history of how you got into, uh, into NSA sponsored porn? I didn't know they sponsored porn. I do know. <laughs> I didn't either, but that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I do know that they. Uh, I mean, this is. I mean, so actually, all of that was true that I said. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, actually, like some of the stuff, I, I it is kind of freaky. I mean, it's twenty something years ago, but like, man, all that shit in movies where they can spy on you, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Edward Snowden kind of revealed everything. So, like, uh, yeah, wow. Dan Brown wrote a book called Digital Fortress way before he wrote um, the Da Vinci Code, and the facts of it are all wrong. But the the concept that the NSA was able to break into any um, any any computer, any encryption they wanted to, was was a hundred percent based on an actual story because one of his students got arrested uh, for some kind of domestic terrorism plot uh, that was over encrypted channels, but uh, but the NSA busted it. But the thing was, was that like all of the fine details that came together in the end and for the book, that was all just made up. Yeah. The broad strokes were, were correct, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, nobody nobody believed it. And a lot of people still don't believe it because Dan Brown has this reputation for like, like making up half the shit he writes for good reason. Yeah. 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 No, I think he deserved that because I like the <laughs> mm -hmm. Da Vinci Code books and I went down a rabbit hole after them because he was like, this is kind of mm -hmm. true. And then I was like, no, it's and not he's right. It is kind of true. Kind of. Well, it like, <laughs> yes, there's a country named Italy. 
<laughs> but like not a no, lot of it's true. No. That's the country. Um, I'm gonna go with B. Just bring it back to the yeah the sorry. thing. I'm gonna is it B? Is B the fake one? Is that the lie? No. no. Uh, is it C? No. You're not an Iron Maiden. I am an Iron Maiden fan. I just only the only ones I own on CD are Somewhere in Time, Fear of the Dark, uh, The Final Frontier, and Sinjutsu. I just haven't gotten around to getting the rest of them. I've I've got like uh, digital copies of all of them. Um, I just don't have the CDs. Are you you are planning on doing CDs though? Still, because I know a lot of people switch to to just digital, and I. I've been, uh, I've been. Uh, do, do you see? Uh, I see. I see, see, I see these shelves I think behind DVDs. me. I can't tell if there are CDs there. DVDs, Blu-rays. The CDs are all in the other room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I. Um, true story though, uh, and I, I completely blanked on the much more interesting one. So the third one was just off the top of my head, and it was like I, I literally do own like thousands and thousands of Lego pieces. Five thousand was like a lowball estimate. And I have several big tubs of them that I just, you know, I dump out on a table and mess build, with them. So you, uh, I mean, like you build up little. I build like spaceships and mostly and, okay, okay. and things like that. Um, but no, uh, second, second is a true story. I was an orange belt, a visiting secondary black belt came to our dojo. Mm -hmm. And I just, my punch arced around his guard and hit him squarely in the left eye. And he had to go sit down afterwards. And it wasn't that, it wasn't even that strong of a punch. He was just like, Bleh. Oh, geez. That's, um, oh, I have, I'm really weak, so I don't think I can, I can't even slap anyone. Um, so I don't think that, I do have like long gangly arms. So I accidentally like people, if they're yeah. too close by, then I will accidentally hit them. But it doesn't hurt, mm -hmm. I don't think. Um, the Lego thing, I think that's still, that's pretty cool though too. I had an improv teacher in Chicago who he, I don't think his children played with it, but he, cause he just had his own, like he had towns yeah. and stuff, but like he collected, it was down in his basement that he mm -hmm. just had all these things in. I thought that was really fun. Um, but I also like when it's like, yeah. these are my toys. Yeah, there's like kids. a, there's like a local Lego city builder group that is at all the local conventions and they keep trying to talk me into uh joining them and i'm like that's just a really long drive though you know yeah yeah uh yeah i don't know if it's um, worth it what was what was your favorite do you have like a favorite lego set from your childhood oh in terms of like overall in terms of like sets that are like not made not stuff that i made um, the Lego Clone Wars gunship from, like, the, the Lat gunship from the Clone Wars animated series, oh, that was yeah. awesome. Uh, I had to rebuild it, like, five times because the build quality is kind of kind of not great. Um, the T-65 X-Wing is my all-time favorite, though. That's pretty cool. I don't think I had an X-wing. I had the uranium search vehicle, but I'm probably older yeah. than you. That was that was uh, my favorite one. But okay. The A-wing is an interesting build, but it's kind of shit. Uh, there's a Lego sand speeder that's really neat, but they didn't include like the tow cable. I I'm like looking up at my shelf where I've got all my Lego sets. The Lego <laughs> Y-wing is friggin' great, but you can only get the. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker version nowadays. Mm, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, they no cycle the T-65 out with like the T-55 
the T seventy and eighty fives, I think now. What whatever those um whatever those shitty ones with the cutout wings and the um like friend of mine calls it the orange cream uh X Wing from mm -hmm. Rise of Skywalker. And they keep they, they do a bunch of really stupid stuff. Um and I've, I'm actually banned from the Lego uh, replacement bricks part uh, parts program because I keep having to ask them and like, hey, this part broke or <laughs> this this thing that was supposed to be painted came in with like I have a line of R2D2 heads that I call the Herp2 Derp2 lineup mm. because all of the paint R2D2's face just kind of looks like. Uh, <laughs> and so they banned you because they mm -hmm. that you just asked you were requesting too much to too many fix, yeah too many. <laughs> their parts kept breaking i kept asking them them to send me new ones and eventually they just said eh, we're not gonna do that anymore Fuck Jeez. You. Yeah, we <laughs> don't you, like you anymore you mm -hmm. spent so much money buying them though they could at least mm -hmm. give like the right amount or like yeah. replace it. Oh, whatever um okay so speaking of like you know all the movies and stuff too I, you mentioned before that you're you were a movie and an indie movie and game critic for eight yeah. years. So, like, how did you get involved in that? Uh, basically, I just started a website and started publishing reviews. Oh, so um, you just did it on your own? Yeah. What kind of movies did you end up watching? Uh, I mean, I usually review like sci-fi or you know fantasy, you know, comic book stuff, you know, geek stuff a lot. Uh, some comedies when when they're like really good or really bad, I like to review. One of the, you know, I did, 2016 was the year where I reviewed a whole bunch of Sony-released comedy movies that all had the same plot. It was Angry Birds the movie, Ghostbusters 2016, and Sausage Party. They all basically had the same plot with, like, slightly different antagonists. Uh, Ghostbusters 2016, was that the girl version? Yeah, the remake. It came out that long ago? I didn't realize yeah. it was six years ago already. Okay. No, yeah, you, you don't think about it. And that's also the only Ghostbusters movie I don't own on, <laughs> on 4K or Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of those movies. I kind of wanted to see Sausage party because it looked i didn't realize how like at first i thought oh is this a kid's mm -hmm. animated and then when i saw more of the the yeah. teaser for it, i was like this is not that at all but uh yeah. but you didn't think it was any of those were, were good movies no sausage party was basically it, it was angry birds meets food fight with a bunch of stoner jokes in it mm. basically yeah i guess the like, stoner joke Seth Rogen is really irritating to me oh, okay just generally i mean even mm -hmm. outside, like he definitely all of the words that he says outside of acting is pretty annoying too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I've found him. I can't even think of anything that I've, that he's been in right now, but I'm pretty sure that I have found him kind of funny at certain times, but. Oh yeah. He's been funny in a few things, but he's just like, he, he just keeps taking the same role over and over again. It's like Owen yeah. Wilson 10 years ago. Oh yeah. That's fair. Do you, so you don't like that? Like if, You'd rather have an actor that's kind of better at, at 
doing because some people are like you're really good at this thing you're you're stereotyped mm-hmm. and but this is your thing and you just always do it um and so i can appreciate that but do you prefer people who have a, a wider if you're you, an actor too so like yeah do you yeah for people who can like get into I, different roles i prefer it when people can can like you know get get into different roles and do different things and i also like it when i get to do different roles but i get typecast as a uh what's my site called uh it's uh I made I made it when I was like 13. It was called I, I was probably 14 actually. It was called uh Blog Dudes Various Reviews because I was still trying to go with like a handle thing. Uh, and I'm really okay. bad at coming up with names for for stuff. Oh, so it's just like blog dudes various reviews at blogspot.com. Do you still have it? Or... Yeah, it's still up there. Okay. I still every now and again I publish something. I also have like a wouldn't exactly call it a philosophy blog called uh, the waffle iron where I just publish like random thoughts I've had. But uh, I was also was technically still am a, um, a staff writer and editor for the website outloudculture.com, but I don't really do anything there anymore. Um, These days I mostly just like make video reviews and things like that. But yeah, the the Mm. title I came up with was just kind of, just something literally anything to fill the name because i was like i need a name for this url so i just came up with random anything everything i every name i come up with nothing has any meaning i just come up up with a name to fill space and then roll with it no i mean i think that's that's how again i did improv and so a lot of the improv team names are kind of like well they just yeah throw them in there but um yeah so what so where are all the places that people can find you right now then well um people People can find me on Twitter at Hamermore, and if they want to follow, like, if they want to follow, like, me doing, like, shit posting and stuff, they can follow me at Hamermore, or if you it's want pronounced to... pronounced Hamermore? Because I thought it was Hammer. Hammermore. <laughs> it, it, I... Okay. The, the name is stupid. I, I don't know how it's pronounced. I made up oh. the word. I don't know how it's pronounced. I change oh. how I pronounce it every couple of every couple of months. Once I go back and forth between the two obvious ones, um, you can find me at h a m m e r m o r. I think it is. A, I don't. I can't remember if there's an e at the end. Um, just look for a picture of Kai from Fantasy Star Zero. And then uh, if you want to follow like my professional doings, um, you can follow me at the first Axelion on Twitter which has like a six-year-old picture of me you know, before I was before I was like seriously more seriously into working out uh, and um, wearing wearing like a, a tactical vest from the Vietnam era oh yeah yeah as that... the as the picture um, but then and like uh, if you want to follow like my comedy uh, writing thing go look up automation on YouTube Bright Steel Stars has my streams and review content, and uh, just like random crap is uh, just under my name, Alex Shannon. Uh, tell me more about your comedy writing, because that, no, that really well, I me. yeah. So I created an abridged series called Neon Genesis Evangelion Alternative Saga, and mm-hmm. um, to uh, basically it's Evangelion as a shonen series, and. Um, to sort of go back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, typecasting, I am persistently typecast as deep voice dad characters, even in my own work. 
I was thinking, I was thinking earlier how I'm like you make a great uh, like animation voice actor because when you're yeah. like leaning in and you've got like the gruff voice, you can do yeah. No, yeah. it's great. So I originally wanted Takahata 101 to play the role of Gendo Akari in my series. Taka turned me down, so I decided, well, I've got close enough off of a voice, I might as well do it myself. And so I've been doing deep voice dad roles and everything mm -hmm. since I was around 13 or 14 years old. Um, my first voice acting gig is in a now-deleted fan dub of the Kingdom Hearts DS game, 358 Days Over 2, where I played Axel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So you do a lot of... You do a lot of fan dub or other things? Yeah, basically. It's, it's like mostly a... fan oh, works, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I, was I mean, I, I love sound design and animation. I kind of mentioned that the other day, but um, so do you do have anything that's like original things that you um, have done? Well, um, some I'm working on, I'm working on some stuff I don't really want to talk about at the moment because okay. like, like there's, Secrets. it's all, it's all kind of up in the air. I'm not really sure where we're going with some of these things. Um, I've got a bunch of like smaller projects that I can and like talk about, but it's none of it's particularly interesting. Um, oh, the most boring type of is it like uh, more voiceover of like narration, or it's less like? Uh, well, like, oh, um, I mean, I'm in an upcoming movie. You're you'll blink and you'll miss me. Um, mm -hmm. It's called Enter Fear Two by by a local guy named Tim Wall. And um, Tim Wall, Tim Walls, Tim. I, I can't remember what his last name is, as okay. if there's an S on the end or not. But I'm terrible with names. But Me yeah. too. Me too. I'm in a, I'm in a movie uh, called Interfere 2. And like I said, blink and you'll miss me. If you look for a guy puppeteering an alien with an upside, yeah, that one. A puppeteering an alien with an upside down face, one of those inflatable green aliens in a bunch of crowd shots. That's that's me. Oh, fun! Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, do you live somewhere where they the 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 acting and stuff works for you, or do you have to go? I mean, not you don't. I mean, have, you don't have to get like too specific. I mean, I live, I live like, uh, yeah, Tim Wall. I live in the middle of nowhere, man, and most of what I do it's is even. online. Okay. Oh, so you can just do all the dubbing, which is great. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I love too. If like you can do remote work, uh, that's the one good thing yeah. about technology these days. But yeah. also, <laughs> um, normally I wear glasses, but uh, as you can see, you know, the reflection is picking up too much, and I can see pretty well anyway. So just yeah. or you don't need to see me uh, like us at all. It's fine. It's nothing to look at over here anyway. Let me look at Carter. Um, yeah. Wait, I, I have to interrupt because this is bothering me. Sure. Is that a Legend of Zelda shield behind you? Yes, yes, it is. It is not an actual shield. It is a wall scroll or wall hanging. No, oh, excellent. Yeah. All right, did you? What's your? I love Breath of the Wild. It was one of the few games that I, I have played not played Breath of the Wild. <gasps> what? I haven't. I have not played it. Um, I just I don't have, I don't have a whole lot of time between, the between like actual paying work paying gigs and and all the other stuff i do to do a whole lot of anything anymore unfortunately yeah yeah oh sorry wow, me, wow. uh jb in chat says i missed unnamed intern um 
But so I just wanted to note that I had to fire the last couple interns, JB. So that's why Carter's here today because I, uh, you know, it's hard to find good help. So Carter's. Yeah, it's hard there. to find good help these days. Um, yeah, we'll try worry. and find another one for next week. Unnamed interns will be back. Um, so I, more, uh, I, I, I really love that you do so much voice work. Like I didn't realize that as far as acting, that this is what you've done. Cause I, mm -hmm. uh, I did do sound design. Like I went to school for film, but, and we didn't have like the specifics of it. I took all my, all my, uh, elective mm -hmm. classes were for sound design stuff. And then in Chicago, mm -hmm. I did work at an audio studio for a while too, that I interned and then, um, they ended up hiring me as a freelancer. So I, I love all of that. And you do like film restoration and stuff too. Does, do you do any like audio editing type stuff yourself? Or oh you yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, every video I've made has been a hundred percent produced by me. I do sound design. I didn't go to school for any of this. I have to point out. Uh, so like my work is really slow. I'm learning as I go mm -hmm. for most of this stuff, but right. I, I like, I mess around with um, with different settings in Audacity, Premiere, here, uh, all all kinds of things, things. And I, people have people have told me that they really like my my audio mixes. But, really? Um, yeah. What do you use? What uh, well, I mean, um, other outside of uh... my complicated. I, I get really complicated with it because um, Adobe Premiere doesn't allow you to export um, lossless audio with their highest quality video settings. So what I'll do is I'll encode the audio to like a 32-bit WAV file. And then and I'll encode that to a 24-bit FLAC and then and use a tool called MKV Toolnix to mix the highest quality video and the highest quality audio that I can put together. And then they um, it comes out really nice especially when you uh because one of the one of the problems that you get with stuff like like if you're uploading to youtube they encode everything thing to be lossy mm -hmm. so if you if you don't give them a high quality feed it sounds like shit when they get to it you know so much more technical things than I do. I mean, like it's been, a, I've, I've lost a lot of the information that I used to know. Like, oh yeah, we had to know a lot more technical things. And now it's just mm -hmm. kind of like, I know the basics. Do you know Premiere that well? Yeah, generally? I know. Okay. I, know I got a question I, for you. I know Premiere well enough that I, uh, that I have a version of Premiere 2019 that I use oh, exclusively okay. because 2020, mm -hmm. 2021 and 2022 started removing features I used. Yeah. Yeah, there are things that like each update, it's like, okay, something seems mm -hmm. weird about it. And right now, I don't even know what's going on. Every time I try to import another like video file, the audio mm -hmm. doesn't go with it. Like once I do the initial video, if I do a secondary mm -hmm. clip, the, I have to like get another sequence up or no, I have to I either have to start a whole new session, get that, copy it over. And it's been really annoying and I haven't been able to figure out how to fix it. So yeah. maybe uh, I might try and pick your brain later All right. after the show. See if you, I'll see you, what I can do. Because you do like coding. Um, you just, I mean, you've talked about uh, yeah. before the show of how like you code, uh, you learned how to yeah. code. You got a degree I, in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got, I learned how, I learned how to computer program and because of two things. One, I wanted to try and build a web browser or from scratch just to see if I could. And two, I I love old Windows. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find it. No, I can't find it. I have I have two monitors to either side of my laptop. 
up and they're both blocking my uh, my PC game shelves. Oh. But anyways, is um there was a game called Star Wars Force Commander for the PC. And I wound up having to write an installer for it just to get it to install on Windows uh, Windows 7 because it wouldn't work. Um, then I lost the code for that. And fortunately, somebody else was interested enough of a couple of years ago to write an installer for it as well. Then I lost a link to that and I had to recode it all from scratch anyways. Yeesh. Okay. Wow. And now I, now I have uh, too many hard drives, but one of them is dedicated to... Uh, to just patches I've accumulated or made for PC games. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I don't I, do that as often as I used to, but it's still something I, I like to do occasionally. As Carter, is that stuff that you, I mean, he does computery things too. I just, have you ever done? I love that? how, you know, this is one of my favorite things. Maybe Alex will appreciate this. Mm -hmm. It's such a wide yeah, you know it's computers, like, you right? Do physical you do physical things all this too, stuff, right? right? So you also yeah. drill oil, just like my bricklayer. Right. It's like, no, those well, are different. But you also things, love. But, I mean, you do you. coding That's... and you like games, so mm -hmm. it sounded so just based off of knowing you. But also, yes, everyone who does computers knows how to do coding for games. Yeah, I was an yeah. embedded software engineer. Yeah, you, I was a cryptographer. You play, I was an you play Angry Birds on your computer. You know <laughs> yeah. how to code. <laughs> yeah, you practically exactly. do have to know how to code if you want to play angry birds on like the original original angry birds on your computer though because you have to uh fun fact uh angry birds chrome the only version that you could play outside of the uh outside of the facebook version is now lost media uh oh sorry. do yeah, you do a yeah. lot of uh do you use emulators a lot because the last time i, I oh, don't yeah. really use pcs but the last time i i was playing around with a pc i did i Mame was a thing, which might I might be too that might I might oh. be too old. You know, I don't know Mame, yeah. No, it's oh, the multi arcade it. machine emulator. Yeah, it's still around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so Mame we would is like Street Fighter and all the old shit mm -hmm. on Mame. That was fun. Mame is still Street updated Fighter. fairly frequently. Um, they they include a bunch of stuff with it. Um, I haven't been as uh, I haven't been as involved with emulators as I used to be. I used to be able to just like set up stuff uh right off the bat and have it run i haven't updated my emulator collection in a long time because mm -hmm. i got just about everything i i wanted about 10 15 years ago and i'm feeling old just thinking about that <laughs> 10 15 years ago and i uh i just i'm still on like old versions of project 64 and kega fusion and and uh b bs bsnes and f fcu they they have a bunch of really stupid names for these you you know this probably it's cuz Carter does computers yeah yeah mm -hmm. although i will say the first game FC, i ever played no, FC, this will make me old nes yeah pong oh yeah paddle pong that was the first game we ever had it was mm -hmm. a, like a tan box so. Super Mario World for me. <gasps> yes, I was just talking about that last week. Yeah. I we just got Nintendo Switch online, and then um, because I I got out the Super Nintendo, but it's, it has a delay when you have to hook the adapter to mm -hmm. the TV and stuff. And I was like, I can't handle this. I'm way better at this game, so we're gonna get all the new. So I'm I've been very excited to replay Super if Mario World. If you if you want like a zero lag converter, 
for the retro tank um the retro tank 2 pro and 5x they're they're zero lag they cost quite a bit oh, excuse me but you can use them more. you can use them for a lot of uh for a lot of different stuff if you hook in in like a real cheap rca switch what is it? it's retro tank or retro tink? tank retro tank. and then you have stuff like this this is like yeah. a shitty version that's a, i think i have that's the one that got a delay for me i think yeah <laughs> yeah this this isn't that great and it doesn't do upscaling entirely correctly but um yeah. retro tank let me see here oh you're gonna see my roman reigns shirt uh <laughs> is this it on the screen is it this what carter pulled up yeah that's oh, retro it. tank me... okay See if I can't. And it has the Nintendo. Plug this mm. thing here. Um, yeah, input if, lag, if, zero fucks. Um, if you get like a um, Commander Key, one of those, yes, one of those cables from uh, Hyperkin for things, and then plug it into this. This is an, a Marseille. And my camera's over here. This is a Marseille M Classic. This is a, a zero lag mm. pass through device, nice with uh, three upscaling modes that's pretty cool um it's it's like a hundred dollars but yeah and you also have to buy um i got this one i would this is not worth a hundred dollars i got it okay. for like 50 bucks on ebay oh okay okay um then 50 but if you maybe. get yeah if you get some hdmi cables for super nintendo or something like that but mm -hmm. if you can but but when you get like the between the price of this and a hyperkin cable little because I would would and would not recommend the pound link version. And they're kind of not great, but the Hyperkin ones aren't great either. Um, just like check check to see if, if a Super Nintendo Classic I think is like less than $100 or something like that. Because by the time you spend all the money you would on stuff like this, you're, you're in the ballpark of, of getting a Super Nintendo Classic anyways. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, again, I'm poor and I probably will um, yeah. see how frugal is what I like to say. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, cool. I, well, it's been a little time. Let's do another game real quick and then we'll get back into the conversation. All right. So let me see which one do I have next? Uh, I think, uh, oh, we're going to do would you rather is what I have here. So I've got three questions for you. Oh, I didn't even give you points. The first one, you did two truths and a lie. I'm supposed to be giving you points. I couldn't guess it correctly. I the, was the last one that I thought was going to be true. It wasn't. So you get, uh, we'll give you five points for that first one for yeah. tripping me up. So here, would you rather, we've got three questions for you. And the points do matter. I don't keep track, so you're going to have to. Um, number one, would you rather be the best cook in the world? Or the fittest person in the world? Uh, fittest person in the world. Ooh, okay. And why? Well, um, I'm never going to be the best cook in the world because I have like really weird, I have really weird tastes. I go back and forth between like, like, oh, I came up with this really awesome uh, idea for something thing, and then, and like, I'm going to take like bottom of the barrel crap I got at the dollar store and make something. Make something good in, out of it. Yeah, out of it. So can you like, give me an example of what you've uh, done? Oh, okay. So, God, 
The only thing that's coming to mind is the time I got like a dollar store Hershey bar or and like one of those little things a Jif and I I like dipped the chocolate bar in there before and used that as a pre-workout snack. Um, that's the only thing that's coming Something to mind at the moment. Pieces. Kind of, yeah. It was like, like except like more because the the Reese's uh, cups they had were tiny. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, I don't think that's that weird of something. Mean, I think people could get behind that. So I mean, I like I also one of the things that I'll do if I'm just real. I'm, I'm, I love to cook. I'm super lazy too. Mm, so like, oh, I don't I, know if I love to cook, but I'm lazy. I'm very lazy. <laughs> when I, when I do something thing that it, I'll do stuff that takes like all kinds of effort. And then by the time I get done, I don't even want to eat it. It's taken so much effort, you know, <laughs> but I, like, I, I will also just like live off of protein shakes and protein bars and really? things like that. If I, if I need to, so I'd rather be, I'd rather be fit than and be a good have, cook. And you do, so, you, I mean, I know that like with exercise, when you're building up muscle, you want all that protein. And Carter is a carnivore, um, or, or was. When I'm being healthy, uh, I'm a carnivore. When I'm yeah. stressed out, I'm, uh, which I have been lately for a number of reasons, I'm uh, not pig. anywhere near a carnivore. Piggy, I'm very good pig. at carbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, well, your fuck says bonus question. How do you pronounce uh, for G-I-F, GIF or JIF? And GIF. we're talking about the peanut butter GIF, which is J-I-F. Just yeah. So, but, but it's, yeah. It's GIF. It's a hard G as in graphics. Okay, and that's the that's intended. That's correct. <laughs> yes. I'll trust you guys because you're computer people. So, um, yeah, I, I'm glad because I never liked when people started saying GIF. I didn't. No, that's. Didn't feel and. Right. and PBS Idea Channel did this really stupid thing where the host started saying Jife. <laughs> and like in addition to Hi. all of the weird SJW bullshit that channel fell down into you know, towards the end of my time watching it, mm -hmm. um, that his his linguistic choices became performatively hipsterish, along uh, with everything else he did. Uh yeah. I, I haven't watched a lot, I didn't watch the I haven't watched a lot of channels that like have veered into like the SJW like where they've like gotten yeah. too woke about that. Do you have you come across across a lot of different things? I mean, 2016 was the year it all went to hell, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like um, <laughs> Thunderfoot, Thunderfoot became really fucking irritating around that time. Um, I had to unsubscribe from him. What? was irritating i mean were you i guess i don't know where he, you would like, stand politically thunderfoot, but... thunderfoot became like super anti-brexit and the thing was he was like one of the few people who had a good reason for being anti-brexit but the the things about him that were already irritating me became manifest more in that and he mm. also was like super anti-trump and like uh the amazing atheist tj kirk who, who used to be like pretty good at, at like taking down um uh you know making making like anti-SJW response videos and things like that. And he he let his um Trump derangement syndrome get the better of him and started just going after stuff that didn't make any sense. Oh, okay. I gotta be honest. Huh. Um so and we don't need to get too political into it, but like when you 
you didn't like the anti-Trump stuff. I don't know. Where do you kind of sit, I guess, like uh, generally as far as, uh, well, I mean, generally, yeah, I generally, I have like the stance of, of if you can keep your politics out of your videos, I will keep watching your content. Yeah. Like I kept watching Todd in the shadows content, uh, for probably a lot longer than most people would have, have because like he still, he still generally made decent music reviews and then he stopped making as many reviews despite the fact that he was still charging his patrons mm -hmm. and uh, like he but still he, charged his patrons monthly. And he, he wasn't was doing like more activism type stuff then, or was no, it just, he just lack of videos? He just wasn't doing anything. Oh, okay. If he'd been doing, if he'd been doing like activism stuff, it wouldn't have been good, but he'd have at least still been making Had content. content. Spent, yeah. Yeah. He spent most of his time on Twitter. Um, fighting with fighting with people who rant at gamergate and because it was such a, a simp for zoe quinn mm. oh, okay uh yeah i mean the simpy any anyone who simps for anything too where you're just like okay and he was the funny thing was he was like married to the nostalgia chick when this was going on too and it's i don't know nostalgia. Lindsay ellis okay i'm not familiar with Okay. I don't, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know enough names about it, so like I only know like the very like I've heard this name and I kind of mm. have this, but I'm not uh, as familiar with all of everyone. No, um, no, I, I probably spend too much time on e drama myself. <laughs> consider <laughs> I, yourself consider yourself fortunate to have not paid attention uh, to any of this shit. Definitely have our own drama sometimes, so <laughs> something mm. that's enough to deal with. Um, okay, well let's get back to the games here. You got the. I'll give you a point. For your answer of for fittest person awesome. so question two um would you rather act in the greatest film or write the greatest film because you've talked about i don't know what all your 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 actor director and writer so i was just kind of going off of yeah. like which um, would you rather be it'd be great if i could do both but i know i was I thinking choose, about that same but you have to choose one if i can choose one i'll I'll act in the greatest film now and then maybe later on write the greatest write film, it. you know? Okay, why well, choose that one first? Well, uh, the thing is, is that like I, 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 I'm a born performer. I write stuff all the time. I write stuff all over the place. Stuff that I've never published, stuff that I've mm -hmm. published. Uh, it's just, I'd, I'd rather get a performance out there and have it be, you know, really good and then and you know pick up some steam from okay. that you know yeah 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 you can write you can write the greatest movie of all time and the script will just sit on the shelf for 10 15 years no until gonna, mm -hmm. some hack comes along and and wipes out your name on the on the script right yeah no that's a good point um so the, the things that you've written you've usually performed in them too if, if you put them mm -hmm. a production okay that's the same thing for me yeah. it's just like oh yeah i'm gonna write this but i also love to act so i'm just gonna do and but then i also am the only one doing stuff so i'm directing it too <laughs> so you're just like mm -hmm. having to yeah. make the whole thing yourself and getting friends to mm -hmm. like hey can you help hold the camera and stuff um yeah you, so are most of your things films or have you ever done like stage stuff oh i started on the stage when okay I was, like All six right theater kid nice mm -hmm. um do you still do any stage productions uh i mean not as much as i'd like to because i don't really have time anymore or i i have repeatedly pitched doing um 
Les Miserables, Phantom of the Opera, and Hamilton to one of our local theater people. Okay. And repeatedly been told no. Why? Are it too... Too, too expensive. Too, okay, that's what I figured, that it was just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's going to be a lot. I mean, like, like basically, hey, we have no budget for any theater stuff around here, and the, only, the closest theater that has any budget, it is probably never going to... Uh, never going to cotton on to any of the ideas i've got for stuff like this so so you, uh so those are musical you sing too i was a good singer a few years ago i haven't been doing it for very i haven't been doing it seriously for very long and i haven't been doing it uh seriously in a while okay okay well what would you see yourself doing if if those productions happen then i tried i well f- the phantom for phantom of the opera um Okay, so you would just, you'd still be singing and trying to get as, okay, okay. I didn't know if you were like going to be trying to do your main parts, your small roles. Okay. If I, if I was going to be in the Phantom of the Opera, I'd want to be the Phantom. The Phantom? Okay. Um, Because I, I can sort of create that, that physically imposing image Mm -hmm. that the Phantom has. Um, Are you tall? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm six foot. The DMV seems to think I'm six foot one for some reason, but I, I have measured I am six foot even. Oh, I thought you put your own height in when you do driver's license. How did they, did no, they choose it for no, you? No, they have, oh. they have like, I, I put my height in and, and then they said, hey, no, you're, you're six one. And okay. It's like, that's, that's according to our measurement. And I don't know if it's just the fact that I was wearing boots that have like, like that much rubber on the bottom of them or mm, what mm-hmm. but, yeah uh, yeah probably um yeah. um and if i if i was if i was doing um like miserable i'd have to go against type i want to be javert mm. and uh then if i was doing um if i was doing hamilton and i would i would not play alexander people <laughs> people people will try and get me to play alexander her in in stuff of like some some of my theater friends at the time tried to get me to play alexander or in just like a couple of the skits we were doing from the mm-hmm. from the show i want to you be look aaron like burr. alexander hamilton though that's why right is it like, i know <laughs> i want i want to be aaron burr though he's oh, the worst yeah. founding father ever though hamilton was the worst oh, was long, yeah he's right? not so that's why they made a play out of the left likes him because he was the worst. That's what I was. I was just thinking about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I what mean, made me think of it, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah Hamilton was oh, not yeah. that great. He's the guy that argued for strong federal control of over everything, so we can drive a truck through all of his arguments and like. But that's where our wedge goes, and now you know we regulate, you know the the type of lizards you're allowed to not kill in your backyard or whatever. <laughs> that's that's alexander hamilton was, for you i was like thinking what and then i thought oh, that's pro- that probably is a law <laughs> yeah somewhere. right <laughs> oh i'm sure i'm sure it is a law because yeah. i've i've read up on some of the stupid laws around here fun fact um you can carry you can have a knife in a uh, you can have a gun in your car on college campuses you cannot have a knife in your car in college campuses in in my state um you can also the I don't know if they've changed the regulation, but when I looked into it, you can carry any kind of weapon on a college campus as long as you are not a student. Oh well, yeah, you know. <laughs> and have not been a student for two years. Here's and like like the I've talked to cops about this and and sheriff's department people, and they've said 
said, wait, really? And I've shown them um, the exact line from from the state legislature. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I no. didn't know that. Oh, yeah, and then your business it's also surprising says... surprising oh, that the right. government's laws make no sense. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, and then yeah, your business sorry, says he was the reason that natural born citizen can only be president. That was Hamilton. Hamilton was the reason for that. Um, I assume is oh, the he. Oh, so uh, so he's the reason Elon Musk and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> can't be president. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Uh, it bothers me just because of like, I there are so many people who are born in the country who are terrible people like they're not patriotic like they're they shouldn't mm. be allowed to be president and even if they want to and then other people who like come here and work so hard to like to make it to america and and try to live that american dream and they're like they're not allowed when they they have more of like the spirit of america yeah. than than other people born here mm -hmm. so thanks hamilton <laughs> yeah jb uh, jb in chat i want to bring this up because it's such it's a pertinent point He's pointing to there's a really good debate between Michael Malice and Tom Woods over Alexander Hamilton. Really? And whether he, yeah, okay. and whether he was a hero for liberty or not. Um, and who's on who? Well, who's on which side? Uh, I think if I recall correctly, Malice calls him a hero for liberty, and Tom Woods is like, no, he sucked. Uh, okay, so, okay, that doesn't surprise um, me. Malice sometimes Malice is like. How come you're choosing that position? I don't, where I just I don't know enough. Where I'm like, oh, but that surprises me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think I, I want to talk more about your theater and other stuff in a bit, Alex. But uh, I want to get to the third question too. Um, so, I'll give you a point for for being a greatest actor. Um, would you rather for number three? Would you rather never be able to watch a movie again, or never be able to play a video game again? uh never be able to watch a movie again i think okay okay you answered that pretty quickly so you uh do you play more games overall even though you haven't played breath of the video, wild yet yeah video games are a, a better medium for storytelling that's what I, like, I people keep saying that too i, I don't remember on yeah. one of the previous episodes yeah i think so I, in, the other alex said it yeah so in terms of there, there's a sliding scale of amount of effort required to be good versus maximum potential for being good. And like books have a high potential for being good, but they take they take very little effort, relatively speaking, to make good. Uh, video games have a very high ceiling for quality in terms of in terms of narrative and um and, and their ability to be to be immersive and 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 in depth and all that and but the the skill floor to make a good one is really high even for something that's like solo developed have to like a really simple 2d game um with like an in-depth story like something something like delta Rune or undertale well, those require a lot of skill and effort to uh to become like truly great like you have to be you have to be a good writer or to write a good book but you have to be a good writer editor uh um coder composer or um you have to, you have to either be or know somebody who knows all kinds of things to make a good a good game and, and because 
because all of those factors have to be perfectly in sync, people will say, oh, video game storytelling is shit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more down to, like, people being more specifically, like, AAA studios being lazy. Right. When, when video games are bad and when video games have bad stories. And, you know, stuff like, like ludonarrative dissonance where the game where the gameplay contradicts the story is that's entirely on the developer. You can write the story a different way so that the gameplay is different. You can make the, the, the gameplay a fit the story. You can do all kinds of stuff like that. But, um, mm-hmm. Movies, movies, unless they're, unless they're like multiple parts or, or like pretty long or just really short, succinct stories movies tend to just butcher concepts like i love film i love film as a medium i love the motion picture as a medium film by itself is is too too constrained they Mm -hmm. we have this concept that films have to be yeah excuse me you have to be like 90 minutes to two hours you can't be any any more than that and then that leads to that leads to movies getting movies that are, especially movies that are like adaptations of books that leads to movies being like really short compressed they take out they just scoop out big chunks of Ugh, plot that make yeah, everything I hate it, and, I hate it. and you'll see that with even original stories like people will come up with original stories for movies and then they'll leave like giant chunks of plot on the cutting room floor because somebody mm-hmm up high decided that oh this has to fit an arbitrary runtime yeah we need 90 minutes we need to like Mm -hmm. it's going to be too complicated it's gonna yeah no i i hate when books go to movies with streaming because now a lot of people instead of making movies are making like mini series or i love it so much that's why i said that's why i said i'd never watch a movie again because yeah because you can go towards the limited series you can go towards Mm -hmm. the mini series format um Honestly, like something that'd be really good is if we could stop adapting things into live action and go for more animated stuff. Yes, because I agree. Live action has so many more limitations than animation. In cartoon, does. you can do anything. Yeah, and unfortunately, in some cartoons, that means they don't do anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, you've got one of my one of my favorite. Um, examples of like why animate because like i'll say that and people will say oh yeah dc he makes like really good animated movies uh they don't they really don't well this is this is injustice gods among us based on the comic book based on the video game this movie is terrible any of it or haven't played i haven't i know the name but i'm not familiar with this stuff yes a good story can can still be told in 90 minutes and yeah video games can become bloated here's the thing and you can if you're if you're telling a good story in 90 minutes, it's that's perfectly fine. If your game is bloated, you need to start cutting stuff out. But I know, you know, David Cage makes makes games that that are way too fucking long. But, you know, as an example, this movie is this movie is not even 90 minutes. Warner Brothers really? has the sky as the limit for making stuff like this. This the movie was released directly to VOD streaming and uh, and Blu-ray and, and DVD and all that. Mm. 
they could have done anything they wanted to with this, this, but they made it 78 minutes long. 78? And 78 minutes. They made it literally 78 minutes long. The longest DC animated movie is Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. It's 90 minutes. It is rushed to hell. It is the the final film in a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen film saga that was, to put it bluntly, not exactly well planned. Yeah. Uh... Um, I'm getting off track here, but the thing is, is that like, like, uh, um, I've I've got friends who say, oh, you know, you gotta. You gotta support these DC animated movies, and I mean, I I kind of do. Yeah, some of them are really do, good, but a lot of them, a lot of them aren't, and they're not getting any better. For every mm-hmm. for everything like Teen Titans, the Judas Contract, we get a, a Suicide Squad hell to pay. For for like every I'm trying to pick out one recently that was good, and I'm only really seeing Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. Which wasn't made by them. It was made by Nickelodeon. Okay, yeah, that sounds. See, I've never gotten into DC really. Uh, the, I mean, the, the most is I love the the original Batman series of with Adam West, and that's pretty much my extent of, <laughs> of DC. Yeah. Um, but so I've, I'm more into Marvel. But then I also I don't because I don't read a ton of comics and, and all that too so like it's just watching the marvel movies and then the comics mm-hmm. that i have read have been like lock and key or uh or other cartoons like i i love my little pony friendship is ma- magic so i have the comics <laughs> from that too Uh-oh, i'm not gonna embarrass you? myself by what pulling you... out not anything from my shelf back here okay well now i want to know what it was that you're gonna get okay fine <laughs> Um, what did I, oh, I read, I want to say Raphael says Popeye the Sailor Man cartoon does not make it for me. <laughs> I want to know if anyone's, have you, have you seen the Halo series? Is it any good? I am not going to watch the Halo series. Mm, why? Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, I asked yes, you in chat every, before if we can be best friends and now I want to be best friends. Every, more. yeah, every season of MLP they've released on it's DVD. It's such a good show. And the they, movie. They're yeah. writing, it's such good writing. And what I love too is like one of the, so we're going to get into My Little Pony for a minute. Is that like one, I think it was like season five or something, six, where it had like, here's the bad guy. And it brought, it referenced all the previous bad guys. And I was like, I can't even remember who all they were. How is a four-year-old supposed to remember? Like what, it's such complex writing for the show. Yeah. And I love it so much. Did you see, did you see the, um, the equality episode? Um, yeah, is that when uh, with Starlight Glimmer and then they changed all the cutie marks to the equal equal signs? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that that was a great one. I'm I think that was a two parter, it was, yeah, that was was a great one. Um, yeah, and and because, yeah, I yeah, there's just something without getting into like anything like really over the top that like they've been good about just Mm -hmm. kind of good, uh, you know, values and and the new. The new, the new My Little Pony CGI series, I think it is, is just, it's corporate garbage. I figured, like, I haven't watched anything after mm-hmm. that where it was just like, yeah, Twilight Sparkle's gone, so I'm gonna. I've seen, Car- I've seen some clips of it. It's just, oh really? It's like trying to be DreamWorks and failing. This is a brony segment of Zero Fox. Carter's a big fan of My Little Pony, I'm sure. <laughs> you are a horrible person. 
That's what it says. A horrible person. We weren't even testing for that. <laughs> um, I assume that's directed toward me for calling him a brony, so thanks, Carter. <laughs> it could be. It could be directed toward you. Who knows? Um, Carter does love Portal. Um, that but, is true. No, uh, so, yeah, no. So there are... Uh, the the cartoons and stuff where like I I like when they you can do literally anything that you want and then when they kind of like don't mm-hmm. allow that there's a, a Canadian TV series that I tried getting Carter into and he did not like it but it's called Corner Gas and they had like a six season run and then later on they came back a few years later and they did it in animated form but I like that mm-hmm. they kind of called out how they're like I just feel like I have the ability like you know like I'm a lot more free I can do because they do a lot more cartoony things like stuff gets done that's yeah. unrealistic and they and they just kind of like call it out of like huh, I don't know why I feel like I can do anything. so have have you ever um you remember the movie Cats right 2019 yes. Yeah. Did you know that back in the 90s, Amblimation was going to release an animated version of the movie? I was not aware of that. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Cats is a musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber based on the uh, the T.S. Eliot uh, collection of poems. Mm-hmm. And it's like Jellicle Cats and Something Dogs. Oh, right, right. There's Mistoffelees, uh, Jellicle Cats. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, are you explaining this as a fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats? Because that's going to taint my <laughs> how I how I take you what your your opinion on this. Let me just let me go ahead and finish. Okay. <laughs> Before he says because because uh, Ambl- Steven Spielberg bought the rights to make a cats movie back in the nineties, and there's there's like concept art, and it looks fucking beautiful, and then you see the deep fake abomination that was the movie from the director of Les Miserables. And you just wonder who, who thought that we needed to, that we needed to have like all of the limitations of live action with all of the really expensive cost of of doing this in CGI, you know? Like if they'd have just animated it, there would have been no environmental uh limitations like they had right huh i, I got to be honest i was always concerned about who thought it would be worth making a play it, it, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i mean i uh, i don't know i'm going to i'm going to not touch this one i i liked I, the music was fun i thought the uh, it's not my favorite musical. I did say, I think when I was 16, I did say it was my favorite musical. But now Book of Mormon is my favorite. Uh, and unofficially, like the ones that aren't like Broadway productions. I still love a very Potter musical that can be found on YouTube still. And I oh, yeah, that, that one's that one's good. Um, yeah. The same, the guys Book who did that great. also did, uh, it's called The Tale of a Royal Vizier. I don't remember what the real one is, but it's like it's like wicked for Jafar, and it's really uh, fucking good. Oh, I haven't heard about that. Okay, I need to. And uh, I'm super jealous of the guy who plays Aladdin in that. He is everything I have ever wanted to be and more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will definitely look into that later. I know. Um, I, I went looking for my copy of uh, of the '96, I think it was Cats movie. Because they did a they did a like a filmed version into the stage play, and it's it's absurdly better than the uh, 
than the one they made in 2019. And I, I instead found uh, David Hasselhoff and Jekyll and Hyde instead. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Hey, Carter, uh, there are people in chat who like Corner Gas too. William Brown likes it. Uh, no, I look, I, I didn't. I'm not saying you shouldn't like it. That's what he's I'm always just saying. saying. Like, it <laughs> was pretty bad. It. Oh, Trey Ferguson says his favorite show as a kid was Recess. I did love Recess when I was younger, too. Um, sorry, I got distracted with chat. Okay, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I want to say, so I play the piano, um, and I've had to, like, in high school and chorus, we've had, uh, it was Phantom of the Opera, I think it was. I had to do, like, an 11-minute yeah. medley. And that guy loves his key changes it was re it was like let's go from five sharps to five flats to and it was just like every every couple minutes and i uh so i i have i kind of have a beef with him but but i do like his music as well yeah um all right let me see here so oh i don't think i give you a last point for the would you rather so you get three points for that so you're doing great so far you're well on your way to win awesome uh, i also want to note that you mentioned what do i win that's a good question. Um, I've had other other uh, things before. The first Alex that was on here, she got a creepy love letter that I made. I still need to mail it to her if she ever gives me her address. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna. So if you want one later on, I can mail. I can make it. Uh, yeah, you. I'll I'll uh, like. <laughs> I'll put it up. I'll put it up on the wall next to the Zelda shield. Yeah. So uh, we've got that as an option. I'll let you keep all of the points that you win today too. They are non-transferable, um, so you can only use them when you're back on on this channel. But they're they'll be they'll last forever. Um, so I don't know. There are options. If you have other th prizes that you want, I'm I'm willing to. We'll see, but we'll see if you actually win. So um, I did want to mention you you used the term Ludo narrative dissonance earlier, and yeah. uh, we have another series on on Mondays that's called narrative dissonance, but it always reminds <laughs> me of the Ludo narrative dissonance term. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, really? Heard oh, okay. Of it yeah. Yeah. Ludo narrative dissonance yeah. is that is a thing where like the gameplay conflicts with the story, story. being told. Yeah. So Can like you... there's oh. a mechanic in gameplay hey, that contradicts something from the story like the phoenix downs in final fantasy he will resurrect a dead character or but you know Aerith dies in final fantasy 7 people die in cutscenes all the time i mean you never use the phoenix down on them i mean it's like well does it are they just unconscious do they you know like do they not have that what what's the what's the deal here here and the idea is that you you patch up stuff with like tiny little bits of, of dialogue uh, that explain how the mechanics work in relation to the story rather than and um rather than and just letting stuff like that go so that you're not being lazy and saying, oh, they'll it's just a video game, nobody cares, you know. Right. I see. Yeah, I see. yeah. So Carter can just talk more about video game stuff on that show too. I'm sure. I, I want. Wait, I was trying to put a super chat up, but it's not working. I just want to read it. Oh. I'll fight you naked is announcing to everyone that his article on my time in the government drops tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> for that, mm, yeah, I'm sure it will be as intriguing. Thank as the you. Story I told earlier. I'll yeah. fight you naked. Zero fucks also says I should do a, a new cryptocurrency called Bev Bucks or something. Um. Well, I hate the, being called Bev, just FYI. So probably not that specific name. It's called a minority token. A minority? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You, the the non-fungible minority token. Minto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh, and who I forget was this William Brown who said Green Acres. I love Green Acres. Um, Green Acres, Acres is the place to be. Oh, yeah, I, I grew up on that show. I, all of like the sixties, sixties, seventies, fifties TV shows. I love Lucy. Was that Eva Gabor? Was that who that was? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yes, because it was the sister of Jaja. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, yeah, Eva. And, yeah, speaking uh, of 70s TV, I grew up watching the uh, the show Emergency on TV Land. Emergency? I don't think I watched that one. That was, and I watched a lot of TV Land. I don't know. Emergency. That, that was a that was a great show. Um, uh, it had uh, Randolph Mantooth in it, and um, and it, it was the adventures of Station 51. Very realistic procedural show. There was none of that, and oh, we gotta have like some kind of weird romance storyline so the women mm. will watch. It's all about how, or or you know, we gotta pump up the ratings, get get the drama going. And no, it's like like we go to a place, we solve the problem. We go to a place, we solve the problem. Go to the place, solve the problem. And they do like five different things throughout the course of the episode that modern uh, firehouse TV shows will stretch out to the course of a single episode. Oh, okay, okay. Emerge. It's just called emergency. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Emergency with an exclamation point at the end. Exclamation point. I will have to check that out. I gotta look it you... up. I'll look it up while you guys talk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did just watch some because we have a bad movie night that we do sort of weekly, and but we started. <laughs> we did some uh, un unaired pilot episodes, and there was one called Super Nerds that had. It was a great cat. I forget their names. Uh, it was Brian Posehn. Uh, uh, Patton Oswalt and uh, Sarah Silverman all in it yeah. all great I'm like oh this could be funny and it was so boring it just it was so bad and no wonder yep, it didn't that's the one Ooh, great show wait that one I don't remember familiar. this at all I have it on VHS awesome crew of Los Angeles I need to get the DVDs because the VHS tapes take up a lot it's of space news to me me TV news break Station 51 responds to an incident, and METV Oh, yeah, that's their finished. first engine. 51 Rampart Base. Ah. Gage and DeSoto were first on the scene. Yeah. Getting faster service here than they do at the clinic. Johnny Gage and Roy DeSoto. At Rampart Hospital. Two of the best paramedics huh. that ever went through training. Those two guys are the yeah. best team in the business. Due to their okay. heroics, the patients were expected to make a full recovery. For more on this and other stories, tune in weekdays. Oh, I never okay. saw you talk about. Yeah, me neither. You talk about bad movie night. Um tomorrow afternoon my friend kevin and i are going to be watching this gem oh okay x-men yeah. origins well, we've been, yeah we've been working our way through the uh through the x-men movies and uh that's up next we'll also be watching pokemon the movie three afterwards okay. because origins wolverine is very short um have pokemon either of you guys you're talking about an unaired pilot yeah yeah have you ever watched the uh, the work print of Origins Wolverine? Uh, no, I haven't seen. Again, I don't do my. I've only seen Logan. I think it's the only Wolverine movie that I saw Logan him is, die. Lo, yeah, Logan <laughs> is really good. The Wolverine is really good. Origins Wolverine is pretty good until it gets to like that last part where Deadpool turns oh. into like. Like the, you know, the guy who's got his mouth sewn shut. It, you've seen that, right? Yeah, I think. I think. Of, oh. Yeah, it's like we're uh, there's there's a bit in Deadpool where Ryan Reynolds moves um. the 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 Baraka pool figure off of his copy of Make It Big by Wham. Yeah. 
Um, real quick, I have to read the super chat that's been on screen. And this is referring to the Cats musical, right? It's like, like, is it Ricky Gervais? Is the S pronounced on that? Ricky Gervais, yeah. like Gervais said, that movie is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. But, uh, and then AD says, have you ever seen Freedom Riders? Is I've that, never heard of Freedom Riders. Me neither. Freedom Riders? Is that a... So while we look that up, Alex, you said Pokemon the movie three. Is that the one with Entei? Is that where he goes in? Uh, I'm trying to remember Pokemon movie 2000. Pokemon. I own all of the Pokemon it's, soundtracks, by the way. It's whatever that thing yep, is. That's Entei. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big, I have my Squirtle cup right now, too. So that's what a okay. Pokemon fan. Uh, sometimes I jam out to the Pokemon soundtracks and stuff and exercising. Um, I, oh. I actually bought a copy of Pokemon the movie Forever, and it came with a copy of Pokemon the first movie on uh, soundtrack. Oh, why? Why mm. would they do that? It, would get, it gave because, both? Because I got it secondhand, and somebody stuck uh, the disc from one inside okay. the other. Okay, that's a good... It has good music. I really love the first soundtrack. This is Freedom yeah. Riders, huh? It's a shame about half of it was either only in the Pikachu, Pikachu shorts at the beginning, or played like 10 seconds of it in the credits oh yeah that's true misogyny and mayhem what is oh this, this looks bad just the first image makes this movie look horrible yeah 2007 okay, hillary swank patrick dempsey scott glenn imelda staunton huh i can't bring my mario okay apparently the rapper mario was in this movie Rapper. I was just picturing Super Mario rapping now. Um, it's on me, Mario! <laughs> uh, to be a yes, you're shady, it's not the real shady. <laughs> He's got like, a cape. And, um, Zero Fox says, To be a master was a great song in the Pokemon soundtrack. Yes, I concur. Mm-hmm. I liked most all of, uh, I think all of the songs on that soundtrack. So, so glad that there are nerds here in this chat because yeah. can go on all day about like, yeah, I love things. Jason Page's original Pokemon theme. That is, that is amazing. Yeah. And I hated that the, the first Pokemon movie didn't end with Pikachu just beating the shit out of Mewtwo to the sound of that sound. <laughs> I that, no. that power that power of tears resurrects the petrified shit. Fuck off! I I want to hate... see I want to see Pikachu who save his friends with the good old well, he... fashioned power of violence. Damn it! They couldn't do it at the end. We I like some anime where it's just like I'm going to beat you into friendship. Um, but I I hate any writing or most writings where they forget. Like so, at the end, it was just like, oh, you don't remember that this happened at all. Like, well, what was the point oh, of you yeah, been watching this movie? Um, Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's what, I mean, I, I guess I'm going to do slightly spoiler alert for the latest Spider-Man. That was, I had a problem with the ending of that as well, doing a similar thing. And I, uh, I don't have to talk about detail. I mean, if it's better than no more, it's better than one more day slash brand new day. One more day. Wait, which one's that? One more day. Brand, one more day is the, uh, the comic series where Spider-Man sold his marriage to the devil to save his elderly aunt. Uh, oh. <laughs> hadn't hadn't heard of at that least, one. At least in this, there were greater things at stake. <laughs> um, oh, Francis Montgomery says, Carter, did you hear about the leaked phone call with Joe Biden and the former president of Ukraine shutting down a Ukrainian bank in 2016? No. 
Uh, I will look it up. I have not heard of that. I only know of the famous Victoria Newland uh, phone call from 2014. Mm. I haven't heard this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hey, I, suddenly we're allowed to talk about Hunter Biden in the UK. Like I don't oh, yeah, know why. It's not yeah. anymore. I so think that's... actually the left is just trying to get rid of Joe for some. I mean, he's getting too senile. Maybe I think so too. Kamala I can be in charge. You know. Yeah, they're they're, they're probably going to try and primary him. I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I I thought that as soon as he was elected, I'm like, there's no like they're gonna want to get rid of him. They're just getting him in for now. And like, I think anything. The funniest thing. The funniest thing would be if they primaried him and and like like ran Trump because that that would be hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, he's yeah. on this side now, so he's okay. Uh, I, I, I saw in chat to someone earlier said something about how like, hey, uh, breaking news, Ukraine invades Russia, April Fools. Um, so I don't remember who said that, but I, I liked it. Um, is breaking this another... news, Ukraine's been bombing uh, the separatist region that declared independence for eight years. Oh, is... wait a minute. No. A new another uh, super chat from AD. Best scene is when the actress April Hernandez Castillo says, "I have white people." Wait, did, is that which did, is? Did oh, that one's in. I is it is hate? It hate. I hope it's yeah. I have on a keychain <laughs> or in her basement. Who is April Hernandez? Castillo? Is that from the Freedom? Is. is that from the the that Freedom movie? What was it called April. again? I already forgot. I don't, free writers. Maybe free writers. Hernandez. Yeah, is that the movie? Is Castillo. I don't know. I hope uh, it's I have white people. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh. she's an actress from that movie. Uh, that sounds maybe she has some like, white people. That sounds like a Bidenism. Yeah. In fairness, it could also be Romney. I've got binders full of white people. <laughs> <laughs> I always keep some white people in my back pocket, so and good old Scranton Joe. Well, when you need to blame man. something. On someone, it's good to have a stable of white people, especially yeah. white guys. You can just, you That's know, true. Throw especially, some I mean, especially when blaming things on corn pop gets too old. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm surrounded by white people right now. So I can blame everything on you guys, no matter what I say that's wrong. So hey, I, take I know you're part of a Native American. I'm, I'm, I'm half white as well. So I can blame I'm, myself. I'm, I'm native of pale. <laughs> I also have some Native American. Uh, I forget what I am. Cherokee, Sioux, Blackfoot. Two of those three. I always forget which mm -hmm. ones. Which maybe. Sure, I'll... you are. Thanks, yeah. Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Anybody is any amount is more than one ten twenty fourth. One drop. <laughs> yeah. Just to any little amount. So if you if you get some blood from someone who's a minority and and it's. And it's injected into your own. You're now you're now a minority. I think that's what we've said in the meetings. You're now so. yeah. You're now more of a minority than Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone else is more than she is. Um, uh, okay, I think it's time for another game. I'd say uh, which one is? Oh, okay. I have to get this video. So this is uh, a game that I've. It's called uh, "What Color Is This Human's Hair." Um, so it's a video from Libs of TikTok. I don't know if you're familiar with them at all. Uh, but, vaguely, uh, yes. So they, so it's just a lot of like, you know, the SJW type thing. So I'm going to just play the audio of it. So I'll play a little bit of the audio and then you have to guess what color the person hair, the person's hair is who's speaking. And then we'll, then we'll watch the full video. <laughs> so let me know when you're ready. Whenever you it's, are. And it could be any colors at all. So let's hear this. Is the right one? Hopefully. 
So that was an interesting comment uh, on my classroom decor video about how parents might complain. And there's actually a way to be really sneaky about supporting specifically queer students in your classroom. And I want to show you it. So that's just a little bit of it there. So just based on- I want to see the way, what's the sneaky way? I know, that's why I'm going to play the yeah, full thing, but okay. once you actually see the video though, so okay. um, let me get that. So what color do you like, and, and what, yeah, what, what do you think? I'm betting it's going to be good. like, I'm betting it's going to be like bright pink with like neon green highlights. Ooh, okay. That's interesting. That's very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This um, person sounds like somebody I've met. And I didn't want to assume, I, I just, I keep saying human or person because uh, who knows what gender they're trying to go by. So yeah. I don't want to misgender. So this human here. Uh, okay, let's listen to the full thing and find out the hair color. Um, am I doing this right? I think I'm doing this right. Oh. That I almost that looks natural. Comment, uh, on my classroom decor video about how parents might complain. And there's actually a way to be really sneaky about supporting specifically queer students in your classroom. And I want to show you it. So historically, the pink triangle um, was actually used in concentration camps to identify um, gay women and also uh, people who were asexual. Um, and now it's been co-opted by, by the queer community um, to be a symbol of a safe space. Dropping a pink triangle somewhere in your room makes a huge difference because kids look for that, um, especially in places, especially in high school spaces, um, kids will look for that. And so that's kind of a sneaky way to show your support if you're in an area that might that you might get some pushback on, but still want to make sure that you have things up that make your space inclusive. That's why I dropped the Star of David in my classrooms. Yeah, right. So there you have it. Now you know what okay, to do. So, well, I mean, I've been uh, okay. So first off, I was wrong. I was expecting something really obnoxious. It was surprising. It was surprising second, that it was more mild. Yeah. Second, I've been doing a lot of research on this topic recently for a story I've been writing, and uh, and it's actually now published. But um, yeah, uh, asexual people really, really, what the fuck. Okay, first off, the concept didn't exist back then. It barely exists now. And second, like the the Nazis weren't looking for asexual people. They were looking for they were looking for people who were like actually like who they considered sexually deviant. Never mind the fact that a bunch of high-ranking SS officers were having in constant orgies, and one of them was uh, there's a rather famous time of a of an SS officer who was executed for being gay while having an orgy with about five women in his in his bed uh, that's kind of funny huh uh okay wasn't familiar <laughs> yeah the, th the things you learn in uh in history class yeah right and g-man asks do kids really look for pink triangles are they really like yeah i don't like oh yeah they're going to research it for that especially in high school like are they why are they doing that i don't think they are i um, mean i mean like co-opting i understand which what they're doing they're they're trying to do the yankee doodle thing it doesn't always work and nobody knows what this means anyways outside of a certain very specific demographic yeah yeah and, right so yeah. i guess that's a good way to do your little secret thing though because no one's really looking or caring and they're just like mm. okay well, this and now thing. but here's the thing you put it on the internet so now everyone knows 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like how her editing too, she cut off her, like, this is a safe spot. And then it just cut off. Like you did your own editing. Why did you cut I this want, I want to punch people who do stuff like that. Just a couple of frames, add a couple yeah, of frames to the end. Two more your... frames and you would have finished that word. Uh, what were you saying, Carter? Uh, no, I would just, there was a few things that struck me and I'm glad Vicious Optimist just super chatted. This. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you, this Vicious is one of the things that really bothered me about that video also. Uh, you can read it. Vicious says, high rising terminal equals fingers on a chalkboard to me, ugh. Yeah, it's like, every, it's it's super California, first of all. Super it's a very California. California thing to do, but it's do, it's also a very, like, affected leftist thing to do, yeah. you know? Do you, do you get, do you hear how I, how I sort of drop my voice on things people would raise their voice on? on. I oh, do yeah, that yeah, specifically yeah. because to try it and... irritates the fuck out of me when I hear yeah. people screeching <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe maybe for it uh, happens more. Uh, maybe this is the misogynist part of it. Like women have higher voices and then you just end up getting more shrill and stuff, too. So it's definitely grading. Uh, I have a deeper voice. So I think I go I go lower sometimes, too. Trying to be sultry. She also, I, I also thought it was funny that she, I, I thought she looked pretty normal for. Yeah, that uh, was the thing. I've seen people who have that hair color naturally. It's not, and it's like, that's not yeah. super dyed. Her, de hers definitely wasn't natural though. I mean, like it no. was dyed, but, uh, but yeah, that's why it was kind of. I was surprised when I was trying to go through and find like anyone who done like either nose mm -hmm. piercings or hair colors, and I was like, oh, this one's oh, yeah. more subtle and. Um, and I couldn't tell if she had nose piercings because she had the mask on. Or the mask on, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She still had the mask on, Wearing making a, a video in, by herself in a room by in herself. An empty classroom. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I see, I, uh, I see people who have three masks on inside of a, excuse me, inside of a vehicle by themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like, guys. I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, uh... she also this is the other thing that really bothered me was I just I hated that video because the other thing that really bothered me was I hate when people not just used to talk like this, but also explain things that mm -hmm. everyone should oh, yeah. know as if we're retarded. This is what the pink triangle was used for that in Nazi Germany. It's like I, I don't mm -hmm. just shut up. It's really I bet California I thing, too. Right. She's uh... pretending that we're so dumb that we don't know what a pink triangle is or where it comes from and it's it's such a mind such a minute mundane thing to even do it's not even that excited like if i was on her side and i was like oh what's the sneaky thing i can do yeah my like, reaction this is be, it really bitch that's the fucking yeah. sneaky thing I if can you're do? sneaking around and Shut it means up. this yeah. like wow that's lame it's like the left doesn't know how to meme kind of thing well, um yeah yeah that's that's another thing like that reminds me of something joan jett gets a lot of shit from the lesbian community for like not being quote-unquote out oh. but she like she wears she wears like the the lesbian crossed axe symbol on her necklace this you know stuff like that and it's it's one of those things where where it's like she, she hasn't made like a declaration but she's also said like like how much more out could you be you know yeah, is she like dating women and stuff but quiet i, I mean, think like, so it's like what does it matter like you don't need to come out and do it's like, like just live your yeah. life and you, why does it matter to anyone else yeah. it's, well, it's like the the guy from gawker was like that with peter thiel where he was like like oh you gotta if you're if you're like not being loud about what you're doing and you're 
you're a coward or something the like silence that. Silence is violence. Really thing. Stupid. You're, you're not loud enough about it. Um, real quick, also, I wanted to show Zero Fuck says her hair naturally grows blue, but she dyed it a normal color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> she comes from the uh, comes from the anime uh, realm. Yeah, right. So they're just trying to blend in as much as you can. G Man says there's no there's... such thing as an asexual person. On uh, G Man says, yeah, some people abstain from sex doesn't make them asexual. Yeah, uh, it, don't reproduce it, asexually. It's like, unless they it's split. Like... If she just stood there and was like, she split, just started to slowly divide in front of us, I would agree that she was asexual. Oh, mm -hmm. Like the asexual is one of those things that that has been appropriated from scientific terminology like cis and trans like trans meaning thing like moves between two positions which is taken from like like uh, i think it's like cell molecules where like some of them like move between membranes and then cis is for like the the ones that can't do that the ones that don't do that that they just stay where they are and it's that's been appropriated to mean in like like cis as in not trans and trans isn't meaning trans you know right right yeah i mean it's a it's a prefix i don't know if it's uh, i don't know the origin like greek or whatever but it probably i think latin. it's latin i don't remember yeah it's also uh, it sounds latin. I mean, the whole thing is just unnecessary though because like if, if you you have trans because of yeah woman means something so then you just like you don't need to have a yeah. prefix well, for it they've there's this thing about trying to create uh some kind of categorization for normal other than like normal because they're trying they, they, mm, yeah. all you're going to do is create a new word for what normal means to somebody and then they're just going to use that uh, to mean normal it's like like whenever anybody introduces a new word for like mentally deficient people oh that word becomes used to mean somebody who's acting like a dumbass yeah, like that. Yeah. So in a hundred years, there'll be like a physicist showing us a bell curve, and he'll be like, "Now, when you reach the cis het point in the bell, the bell curve, well, <laughs> yeah. like, and that will just <laughs> that'll just be the language." <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, enough of that. Let's get back to more geeky stuff. Um, <laughs> rather, anything else but having to talk about that woman and her in your pink upside down triangle it just looks like a bikini bottom so yeah, um, uh, yeah. uh i, I kind of want to get back and talk more about your, the your writing and, and theater stuff too have you written mm -hmm. any musicals or anything before no no i am uh, not that great a musician okay like what i have i have uh i basically just mess around in fl studio i don't oh nice like i i played the trumpet my dad's a drummer or that's not really conducive to Trumpets anything like that. Trumpets are very important in musicals. Trumpets though, are so. great, but I I hate the trumpet so really? much. Really? Oh, yeah. why? Oh, well, for one thing, I never back when I had access to a trumpet instructor, I didn't have the lung capacity to really play the trumpet well. And now that I do, I don't care. <laughs> but you uh, could do an entire Charlie Brown uh, audio voice over. You that's could do that's the trombone. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, that's man. the trombone. Also, my um, I wanted to play the guitar, but my my left hand is not uh, doesn't is not coordinated enough for that. I found that out out around the time Spider Man came out, oh. and my uh, 
pinky finger stayed up and down, which is a, which is I like a ligament dis. Oh. It's like a ligament disorder, where like these two fingers are on the same ligament instead of different ones, and Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield both have the uh, the same disorder in their arm. Really. Tom uh, Holland does not. Oh. Uh, they have the just that they can't bend all yeah, the way. Yeah, in their in their left hand, their pinky finger stands straight up. Uh <laughs> see if I can uh, I'm like pretty flexible. I can I can do this. Yeah, so uh, if we look if we look at the cover of the first Spider-Man movie, he Tobey Maguire's hand and his left hand, his pinky oh, finger yeah. is standing straight right? up in the air. Okay. Hmm. And there are there are a few shots of Andrew Garfield where his hands are like that have you considered uh trying to do guitar with your uh, doing a left-handed guitar though yeah, I, I, I play like left-handed guitar very poorly oh. okay yeah yeah it's tough if you're not not ambidextrous to do like i haven't tried doing it that way but piano has helped to try it like it helps to yeah. make you more ambidextrous like getting used to to both fingers i i play um i play fl studios piano with my with my computer keyboard it is um. very it is very bad like, <laughs> i i just i just draw notes with my mouse mostly oh okay yeah i i know a lot of people who do it that way and i it's too slow for like i i, I don't like having to sit and do that so i prefer being able to just put in like the midi keyboard and making something but i also don't mm -hmm. use fl studio much either are there other instruments that you're interested in learning or you're just not that uh, you I like mean, the singing mostly, part like if I if I could like get better at singing and better at guitar, or if I could, you know just find find myself like a decent instructor for doing like left hand guitar mm -hmm. or like that, that I'd I'd go for that. Piano is something I've always wanted to learn, but it's also like like kind of just I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things where I've tried it and, and never really never really felt like the pull to it that I have some other stuff. Mm, okay, I mean. I don't, I don't get that. Cause, <laughs> cause I definitely have, I mean, I took lessons from my grandfather when I was like eight and stuff. Okay. Is that an um, electric banjo behind you or is that uh, just a regular banjo? That's a regular banjo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which... the, if you've ever look up, try to find like an electric banjo video because those are really neat. That sounds like awesome. maybe don't do it now. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I'm doing it now. Oh, he's doing it now. Okay. Okay. So Ooh, okay. we'll listen to it. <laughs> Uh, electric, I didn't even know that was, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I just yeah. never thought about, and I love there's electric also, violin. Yeah. There's also the electric ukulele, which doesn't sound as great, but it sounds pretty good. And there's a guy who plays or, or like once got like a, a bow, like a violin bow to play his guitar with. And that Ooh, was really cool. That's cool. All right. Let's see. Here, let's listen. I don't know. Played by, I don't even, electric band. That is so sweet looking. What's the advantage of an electric banjo other than that we hear it better? Well, you get the banjo, but then you can also add distortion and stuff like that. Oh, okay. You need to find a video of a guy with like a pedal or something doing all that i just love the banjo yeah. generally i cannot play that at all i barely have 
really played this much, but but I, I love the sound of banjo, and I'm so impressed with everyone with all the, yeah. the, the picking. Uh, uh, while we're on the subject of music, though, one of my more interesting uh, things that I forgot to bring up during Two Truths and a Lie, I was I uh, once sung Enter Sandman as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> as Mickey Mouse? <laughs> yes. Can you oh, do a rendition of that for us now? One, don't forget my son <laughs> to include everyone. Tuck you in warm within, keep you free from sin till the same man he comes. Wow, wow, okay. I did that on Halloween dressed as Solid Snake. There's a YouTube video of it. I was, I was gonna ask if well, James like Hetfield has some com competition now. This is a uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your laugh was like, oh yeah, it's a Mickey Mouse too. Big big Mickey Mouse fan, huh? Uh oh, that's funny. It's just I, I actually haven't watched any Mickey Mouse cartoons. I grew up reading the comic books. Oh, oh I've never read any of the comic yeah, books. There were there was um I think there was a, a, a like a short-lived Mickey Mouse detective comic series. I do love he, detective stuff. Yeah, where he opened up like a, a private investigation firm. And there was also like an issue of one of the DuckTales Adventures series where he was a uh, super spot. Oh, okay. It was kind of like, like that Carter. movie. Yeah, it was kind of like, like Danger that movie Mouse? Twin Dragons. No, it was oh. kind of like the movie Twin Dragons with Jackie Chan, where it was like like mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse has like a twin, uh, <laughs> like an identical twin, and who uh, is a super that. spy, and then he's like like mistaken for the super spy. Oh, uh, okay. Pretty cool. Okay, so it's not an actual twin. It's like the look of the doppelganger, and then you get yeah. mixed. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't know if they were actually related, where it's like this is Mickey's twin. I don't remember it exactly. Okay. It's been years since I read the comic. Oh, that sounds fun, though. I do love any kind of detective. -y do you thing. guys know Danger Mouse, or am I the only one who knows that? Yeah, I know Danger Mouse. Do I? I, I don't know. Danger, Danger Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, I loved it. I just remembered how much I love Danger Mouse. Uh. No? This is a cartoon, the 1981-92 yeah. cartoon. I don't think I've ever watched it. You've seen it, Alex, or you just know of it? I know of it. I okay. the the like he had like a, a mask and would would do this thing where he'd like do do like this pose like that. Oh, okay, okay. Where he's no. like got his hand on his hip and he. Yeah, he did do that. He was like a British mouse spy. I can't believe you guys don't know. All right, here we're gonna. I'm gonna force you to watch Danger Mouse for a second. Okay. <laughs> okay, Carter. This is this is like me forcing my friends to watch Highlander with me. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's that's Danger Mouse. Yeah. He's the greatest. He's fantastic. No, you guys don't know this. Nope. Never seen this. Wow. How did I miss that on this? It's too busy. You can tell it's British because it's the right hand drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, Yeah, the most I know of Danger Mouse is I've seen it and, uh, like, I've seen the, the image and the logo, but uh, there was a reference in, um... There was a reference in an episode of Zero Punctuation. Oh, okay, okay. No, Dana, I'm trying to think, and I don't think I was too busy watching like Scooby Doo stuff. 
uh, any yeah. Scooby-Doo incarnations. Scooby all of them. Scooby -Doo. <laughs> all right. I didn't like when once uh, uh, Frank Welker took over for doing Scooby, he uh, he started. They, they stopped doing the R's, like because what's his name? was it Mel Blanc. Um, he would ruby ruby, uh, and he did anything with the R's. But then Frank Welker did it, and now he uses the S's, and it always bothers me. Scooby's not supposed to be able to do S's. He only does R's for everything. So that's just Mike my Walker's been doing Scooby Doo for a very long time. I've been upset for a very long time. <laughs> I'm still holding a grudge. Um, Let me see here. I love Scooby Doo. Um, I think one of my favorite incarnations was one from like a decade ago. Was a uh, uh, Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated? If you guys, oh yeah, Mystery Inc. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah if uh, chat has not seen that, uh, it's two seasons, but I just love that it had the overarching plot. Like again, it was kind of like, oh, here's this kid show, but it has see here, amazing Don writing. Messick. Don Messick originated the character's voice patterns oh, right, from 69 right. to 96. Scott Innes voiced Scooby in four direct-to-video movies. He did Shaggy for, I think, as well. I think, yeah, that was before. That was be, that was between uh, Casey Kasem and uh, Matthew Lillard. Mm -hmm. I, 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 uh, I, I think I it was like really Scott fun Innes that Matthew Lillard did it. Shaggy. Oh really? Oh, I could have sworn we did like man. we did like one movie. I thought it was the zombie, uh, either the first or second movie. I thought he did it. Uh, maybe Scott not. Scott Innes, he was best in Zombie Island, but he was also in in The Witch's Ghost, Alien Invaders, and The Cyber Chase. Uh, and Scooby Doo and The Cyber Chase is one of the worst films ever made. I I think I've heard that. I I only watched it when I was younger, so I yeah, I don't just, know what my all, opinion all you is gotta now. do. All you gotta do is like look up um. I think it was Kid Icarus's review of it, and he just he goes over the whole fucking movie, and it's it's terrible. Uh, it's so a great concept, but it's terrible. You said Scott Ennis, he did not play Shaggy, or he he did play Shaggy in those ones too. He did play Shaggy in, okay, in, okay. in those. Okay. He played Shaggy in only those. He right, I thought it was just Zombie the Island. He was great. Well, that was the movies that i was talking about yeah, yeah that's what i mean like i i didn't think he was in the tv series so i thought it was those no. ones no um yeah I, I well i mean i guess you're a voice actor and so oh, yeah, I he was also in actors. the he was also in the games back in the 90s oh okay okay uh, uh do, are you a fan of uh, voice act other voice actors generally with the i mean we talked a little bit before oh, yeah. you know, the um, other day. I, uh, I got my i got my start doing um impressions of frank welker Oh, okay. As the years have gone on, and I have, uh, I used to be able to do a great Fred when I was like 12 or 13. As the years have gone on, I've been able to do a good Scooby Doo and Shaggy more. Or, like, Zoinks, man. <laughs> Let's get to the history machine, dude. Um, but, um, uh, my, I would not even attempt to do a Fred these days. I can't do a Megatron to save my life. But I can do an Optimus Prime. Hmm. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do not do any sort of impressions of. <laughs> I'm not. I'll do whatever my own like the voice stuff that yeah. I want to do, but I can't imp impersonate other people. Uh, I mean, you so you like anime and stuff too. Do you yeah. like the voice actors? Uh, who are your favorite? I guess just generally, uh, like who are your favorite okay, voice so, actors? Uh, before before a certain incident around early 2019, I liked uh, Chris Sabat a lot. Uh, but mm, yeah, he's yeah. kind of on my sh he's on my shit list now. Is he? 
Yeah, Sean Schemmel was up there too. He's he's on. But the Chris Abbott played Vegeta, whatever. and he's done a lot of it. He does everything, but people might know him he as played Dragon Ball. Vegeta, Piccolo, and... Yamcha. Oh. Uh, about half. The I forgot game. he was Yamcha. I forgot. He was yeah. Yamcha. Okay. Uh, he and was then Sean Schemmel is good too. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, he he was the black guy uh, from Dragon Ball, like the the guy who was based on Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, I forget his name. He's Popo. Um, all kinds of stuff. Oh, I love but the these, Kanyonia. like my, yeah, my, my. Uh, that's assuming that I'm known for a whole lot of anything. <laughs> huh. um, I'm probably best known for my uh, for my role as Gendo Akari in my own t in my own uh, abridged series Evangelion oh. Alternative Saga. Yeah, yeah. I okay. also play uh, Makoto Hyuga, and uh, in an upcoming episode that I hope to have of the first part out of, of pretty soon. Um, I also play Toji. Um, <clears throat> I'm in a, I'm in a few upcoming things that I can't talk about. Not really. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I, my favorite voice actor is Dan Green. Dan Green he is the guy I I, who Dan I can do. Green. Yeah. Yu -Gi -Oh, I can do pretty much all his voices. Professor Birch and Pokemon. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Uh, let me think. He's the, he's the current voice of Mewtwo. Um, There's a current mm -hmm. voice of Mewtwo? What's Mewtwo do? I haven't, I've stopped watching the anime after uh, when Sun and Gold, when, when that one came out. I, when I, the, when the, uh, the art style, style changed, change. and then yeah. they, they made Ash go back to like just being this like stupid see, I, not owner. Yeah, see, like, I, I stopped watching after they changed from, uh, from four kids to the Pokemon Company International because they changed the whole voice cast and uh, the guys who I liked were no longer voicing the characters. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I, that was really tough. I stopped for a long time and then I eventually came back and tried to like deal with it. And then once they like got the new characters in, I was like, okay, at least I didn't have like an old, like mm -hmm. uh, Veronica Taylor is still one of my favorites. Like I, she'll always be Ash Ketchum to yeah. me. And, uh, mm -hmm. But uh yeah, I I know Carter. Okay, <laughs> no, like someone else in chat was like, "How can I bring this back to philosophy?" I know, I know. That's yeah, what I was saying. Too. I know, I, I know. How. You get it. But I, I can't it. figure out how to do that. But I can bring it back to forcing you, you to watch something. Banana, you ready? banana, whatever it was. Sure. Banana, banana, man. banana man. Someone wants you to watch banana what man. What the fuck is this? This is Twenty Nine Acacia Road, That's and this is Eric, the schoolboy who leads an amazing double life. But when Eric eats a banana. An amazing transformation occurs. What? Eric is so it's like Popeye, but lame. Yes. I guess. I so guess you're then... lucky you got to watch Banana Man in addition to Danger Mouse. They went. They went together. Oh, okay. I mean, Popeye. Uh, I. I... I mean, maybe Banana Man only seems lame because you know Popeye first. Because then, like, when you think, "Oh, this guy I eats spinach and gets muscles," I like, uh, I can see where they're both kind of like, uh, yeah, like okay. Yeah. Uh, I still can't bring it back to philosophy, though. That was as close as um, I got. Banana yeah, I, I mean, That's I guess philosophy. We could... Okay, <laughs> I mean, if my philosophy class in college was was like that, I would have. Probably falling asleep. <laughs> All you have to do to make it philosophy in college is to ask whether bananas actually exist, and then oh, people yeah. can have a whole discussion about whether is it's, a is banana, it the 
Is a banana a berry though? And that that could be another. That could be oh, another. is that because it has seeds? Was that what Does makes? It would it I make don't a? Remember. I thought I don't know. Things have seeds. Apples. I don't have remember. Seeds. Yeah, but and I don't know if that. I thought that was something where like a tomato was considered. I don't remember. I, I used to read stuff about vegetables and fruit, but I've forgotten it all now. I, I guess it's not philosophy, but we could talk more like cultural stuff uh, with Christopher Sabat. Like I, he's pretty woke, right? I mean, he's I, he's woke, and he was also at. Uh, he was also part of the whole Kick Vic movement, which I Vic thought Mignana so. I thought, a, yeah, Vic Mignana is another one of my favorite voice actors. I know me. Someone was, mentioned that in chat too. I love yeah. him. You, did you, did, did anybody see my wristband? No, I hadn't noticed yeah, it been, earlier. I've been wearing this wristband and for like three years, and nobody comments on it. It's so just like, oh, okay. But I keep wearing it. It's it's the I stand with with Vic yeah, wristband from the uh, Resident Evil Rangers. For, okay, for for old people, can you tell us what the fuck you're talking about? Okay, uh, Vic so, got me tooed. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this is this is another thing that I was going to bring up earlier that I forgot about. Uh, I have been part of five different, at least five different movements that have non political movements. I'll say that have been otherwise linked to the uh, the election of Donald Trump. Mm. Uh, one of them being I Stand With Vic, and they, like, the... The, the Too Long Didn't Read is that Vic Mignogna was up for promotion at Funimation. He was going to be a voice director, and that's why he moved back to Texas from California. The clique over there, which consists of Monica Riol... Uh, uh -huh. Jamie Marchi, Chris Sabat, and Damon Mills, and a bunch of other uh, woke dumbasses over there. This is a Funimation, right? Funimation, yeah. Um, okay. They banded together to to get him to get him removed from the company you know, by like going up the chain. And um, there have been people have been after Vic's head for years. Like they, there was somebody. I think it was, I can't remember who this was actually. Somebody wanted to have wanted Vic to sign gay porn of uh of Edward and Alphonse Elric from Full Metal Alchemist, and they started uh. bitching about that. And every time Vic gets a prominent role or got a prominent role, well, that came back up. People would say, Oh, he's a bitch to people at cons. Hansi hugged me when I didn't want him to. And stuff like that. Wait, did and he when, sign the the thing that they wanted him to sign? He they were mad no. because he did sign it, or they were mad because they he were didn't? mad because he didn't sign it. Oh, they okay. said he was homophobic for uh, not signing the gay God. porn oh. of him, him and this this kid that he basically he was like an older brother to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so they, it makes a lot. It makes as much a, sense as most of this crap. They canceled. People mods. held a grudge yeah. about that for about ten years. Then, um, then people started making shit up. I, I actually debunked, um, one major part of it. Well, two major parts of it, actually, because, um, some voice, Sarah, Sarah Weidenhaft said that her mailbox got destroyed by I Stand With Vickers. And I did some, some Google reverse image searching and found mm. that, the pictures she used were from several years prior mm. when somebody else <laughs> destroyed her uh, her mail. It's always good when you have to lie about stuff mm. to try and prove yeah. the point. You know? And then some woman, some woman, uh, Michelle McConnell, 
who's friends with Monica Rial, who accused Vic of eating a jelly bean with her name written on it to Funimation, and then to the internet accused Vic of trying to uh, trying to uh, do the horizontal tango with her. her mm. um, yeah, so this, she had made Michelle, herself so endearing to him already. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle McConnell. <laughs> Michelle McConnell um, posted a thing on Twitter where it was like, like Vic tried to have sex with me when I was like when I was underage and we were living in Virginia. And the first time she posted about this was on a forum called pretty ugly little liars. And the time span she gave was, uh, a year after Vic had left for Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. She revised those, she revised those allegations to where, uh, to being a year before Vic was even in the area. And then she picked, like, a, a period of time that would have been, like, maybe a couple of months before he left. And said that, oh, Vic, Vic like, got drunk and tried to talk me into having sex with him and when I was 16 and he was, like, 20-something. <laughs> and, like, here's a picture of him with some people from the play that I was part of. of and it's like... Vic's face is not facing the same direction as his head. He's very clearly lit by a completely different light source to the other two people there. Mm -hmm. His leg is clipping through. One of his legs is clipping through the the leg of a chair. He has three legs. That's uh, unusual. One leg, two leg, and three legs behind him. It's it's absurd. It's it's a, it's very clearly a Photoshop, and I mm-hmm. have a thread on Twitter about it. And, and uh, yeah, the 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 whole thing is just astroturfed <laughs> as fuck. Uh, uh, Carter put this up this on here. Turd Ferguson mm-hmm. also says anybody who knows what Vic looks like and what Monica looks like assumes Monica made a move <laughs> and Vic and was rejected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, we should have also... played a game. Guess her hair color first. Oh, guess her hair. Yeah, that right. Be I you thought it was tell, blue. You can't thought... tell that she has blue hair here in that yeah. shot because yeah, of the front has... lighting. That's I thought it was pretty blue. Um, Gmail also has asked blue and if purple hair and Alex... white hair and stuff. What? Oh yeah, it's been yeah different colors. Mm. Um, have you been on Nick Ricada's show at all? Because like I know that Ricada has yeah. done. Uh, I was on Nick Ricada's show. I think I was on. Really? I, I I think I was on there like twice. Um. He invited me to his hundredth episode, and then, uh, mm. and then everybody was too tired, and he forgot. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, because I just I I know that he's he's talked mm-hmm. quite a bit about Vic's whole story and stuff too, yeah. though. And uh, yeah, I feel bad for those getting yeah. canceled for I try to, stuff like that. I've tried. I keep trying to get on his show to talk about about how. Um, how YouTube's copyright system is bullshit that I feel like that'd be preaching to the choir. Oh, right. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. Though. Yeah. People yeah. Don't yeah. Realize what it's, it's like. so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like episode one of my show is still, uh, still banned on YouTube because YouTube says that, that they don't, they think I'm abusing the copyright appeal system. And never mind the fact that I had to file three different copyright appeals on two different videos because in a very short period of time, I'm because of that. 
and is like, oh, you're abusing our copyright and appeal system. Man, somebody, they're, they're abusing your content system. Yeah. And your content ID system. Fuck off. Right. Yeah. The whole thing's real. It's really rigged to screw the content creator out of revenue as soon as mm -hmm. possible. And, oh, yeah. um, and stack the deck against anyone who like the company's claim. So like mm -hmm. say that even that's, if you want to do parody or fair use, you're fucked. Like if they don't want yeah. you to do that, like you just can't do any of well, it. Even it's then, strange. like I got manually claimed on, I, I had a series where I watched every episode of Power Rangers weekly. And the only thing was that it was my voice and a still image with the title of the episode. And you know, the name of the series and title of the episode, all of those got manually claimed for audiovisual content and, and I had to send an email to Hasbro's legal department telling them and that they needed to release those claims because the only thing in the video was a still image, no plot details or anything, and me talking. Oh, gee, yeah. what? Ugh. Yeah, they, they do what they, there was another, I forget who it was, but there was another YouTuber recently who um, had a, uh, had a problem with a Japanese company. I forget who it was, and he was just doing reviews and they totally Yeah, it was uh, totally not Mark. Yes. Yeah, it was totally not Mark. Mm. Yeah. Um, I I know we got hit Carter right. Our end credit song, like it kept the the whatever it was, they kept trying to say they're filing that we weren't allowed to use it, even though we own the the rights. For yeah, we we like yeah. went through one of the services and bought the thing, and we had the right to use it, and they just they would go through because we had like seven hundred videos or something. Uh Oh yeah, that was they would what go happened through with me. and like had... one after another after another, and I'm like I did the same thing. Like, no, we have a license. Here's a license, and then it would get removed. But like, it was just harassment. It was just a night, like yeah, just every time. Yeah. Um, you had a similar thing happen to you, Alex. Yeah, uh, like I said with the Hasbro thing. Mm -hmm. Thing. Um, I also had um. Some some artist claimed that I used music from one of their albums on a Resident Evil Let's Play I did about 10 years ago. And this was like five years after the video came out. And uh, and I looked it up. The album came out like five years after the game. Oh. Hmm. That's cool. That's yeah, of course. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's do one more game before we wrap up here. It's been about two hours. Right. Uh, so we'll do this last one. It's called, uh, it's from Dirty Minds. And uh, All right. so, so what it is, is that I'll give you three hints that you have to guess the word and it's going to sound dirty, but the answer is actually a clean word. So you have to get your mind out of the gutter. Okay. Okay. Let me see. I forget. That's which probably going to be kind of hard. Uh, oh, which one did I choose in here? Okay. Okay. I think it was this one. Um, so if you guess it on like the first hint, you'll get three points. If you do a second hint, you'll get two. If you guess it on the, the third hint, you'll get one. So it'll it'll decrease. All right. Um, the first hint is I can get stiff. Uh, and you don't have to guess if you just want the next one. Then we can do that too. No, let me let me think here. Um, rigor mortis. 
it's a, it's a good one that is not the answer that I'm looking for, though. So we'll move on to hint two. It, it is, I have a deep throat inside me. Hmm. Lamprey eel. <laughs> also a good one. Not the answer I'm looking for, though. So a final hint. Men have hair growing out of me. So we've got, I can get stiff. I have a deep throat inside me. Men have hair growing out of me. Back. That's so close. Uh, it's another body part. Neck? Yes. <laughs> so you've got the Bullshit. deep throat inside. <laughs> oh, stiff neck. neck. Bullshit. Yeah, a neck can get stiff. you got a deep throat inside. Um, no, no, I'm just checking. No, there's no hair on the back of my neck. <laughs> Uh, not the back. I have just, hair on my back, not on my neck. No, I didn't say back of the neck. It just said on the neck. So if you have any, oh, any around neck. here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. On okay. Um. So so just, and not everyone has that either, though. So it's yeah. And who knows what a man is? Because we're not biologists. Yeah, we can't even. So I don't know how. We I know what that. a man is. A miserable <laughs> little pile of secrets. <laughs> uh, well, you eventually got there, so uh, I'll still give you a point for that. Um, okay. So I'd say at the end, you win the game. You win today's episode. Um, yes. You get to collect your... Surprise. Woo! <laughs> um, I don't know what your prize winnings will be, but once we get them, you get to collect them. You can get every last bit. If you want those minority tokens, you've got... I'll give you all the minority tokens. Um, yeah, give me give me those Mintos. Just don't <laughs> don't give me any Coke to mix with them. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for joining me. This has been fun. I really I love to geek out, and I know this series is much different than yeah. other things on Unsafe Space because uh, I have a lot more nerdy, dorky interests. Um, so I really like to have people that I can talk to about these things. Um, so can you remind everyone uh, where they can find you again, Alex? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Ultimation on YouTube, uh, Bright Steel Stars. I have a, we're going to be watching X-Men Origins Wolverine tomorrow. Um, we also stream on Mondays, just random video game and, and pop culture topics. Like, I'm going to be playing Spider-Man for the Xbox, and uh, we're, my friend my friend Kevin and I <clears throat> are just going to be talking about not some random stuff. Some of our other friends might pop in and... Uh, Sometimes on Sundays, I uh, stream on Comics for All, where we just uh, pick out a comic book or a or a book or something and watch it. Uh, all kinds uh, of stuff. Cool. And then send me the links afterwards, too, so that way we can put them in the description, too, so we awesome. can, can share everywhere that you need to go. So there you got right. that. You said tomorrow night you're doing the... the yeah, the tomorrow movie. night. Hey, uh, tomorrow night is X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and Pokemon 3. Okay, cool. Yeah, I haven't seen Pokemon 3 in forever. Um, yeah. But, uh, okay, thank you everyone for watching. Again, Book Club has moved to May 1st on Sunday. Uh, and then have a great weekend, and we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate.
You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production may corrupt previous psychological programming. If you encounter any of the following individuals, please administer government-issued neurotoxin immediately. I'm not sure what the neurotoxin will do because I am not a biologist. CRT is a complex legal theory that is needed to combat the epidemic of racist babies. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing we only got into the NSA story because yeah. I mean, that's just yeah. a cover. The, Bilde right. the Bilderberg stuff would, uh, you know. <laughs>